is Monday, May 11th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Feather. Uh, how was your weekend? Did you get a chance to catch some of the racing action? Maybe you were one of the few that actually got to go to a race this weekend. Um, it was certainly a, f a busy few days worth of racing, so let's jump right in. Uh, on Friday night, the race everyone was talking about was the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series returning to Knoxville Raceway. Uh, a 48-car invite field uh, descended on Knoxville for full outlaw points, $10,000 on the line. Uh, we'll talk more about the purse here in a minute. With a 48-car field, that meant two flights of qualifying in the first flight. It was Aaron Reitzel going quick time over Kerry Madsen and Linton Jeffrey. In flight two, it was David Grabble who was quick time over Jacob Allen and Terry McCarl. Uh, I mentioned this on the Dirt Tracker Twitter account on Saturday, but David Grabble has raced in three of the four Outlaw shows this season. Um, he's either been overall quick time or quickest in this flight all three times. Uh, we hear all the time about how important qualifying is with this format, and Grabble's certainly been giving himself kind of a leg up um, so far with qualifying. Heats were won by Ian Madsen, Logan Schuhart, Gravel, and Corey Eliason. Uh, Aaron Reitzel was dominating Heat 1, but a broken rear end basically ended his night. He broke that rear end and then never came back out again. Uh, Trey Starks won the C with Wayne Johnson, the other transfer. The LCS was won by Sheldon Hoddenshield with Shane Stewart, Rico Abreu, and Davey Heskin transferring into the night's feature. Once into the feature, it was Ian Madsen and Darren Pittman starting on the front row. Pittman grabbed the early lead. Uh, Madsen used the top uh, to get, grab the lead on lap 9. After a restart with about 17 to go. Pittman made a brief bid for the lead, but Madsen was able to quickly get back by without officially losing the top spot. A few laps later, David Gravel jumped into the mix for uh, for the lead from his starting uh, for starting position. Uh, he was really good on the mod uh, on the bottom and had Madsen basically cleared for the lead, um, but lap cars basically got in the way, held him up. Madsen was able to drive back by for the lead. Uh, while Madsen was kind of using that middle to the top, Gravel was pounding the bottom. Uh, the two battled for the lead over the remaining laps. Coming to the white, Madsen got four wheels over the cushion. Uh, that allowed Gravel to slip by on the bottom. Gravel Fleshy led the final two laps en route to the win. Madsen was second. Logan Schuhart was third. Pittman fourth. And Corey Eliason in fifth. Um, an interesting development, though. Through the course of the night was folks deciding to pitch in cash awards um, and basically pump the purse up. Um, by the end, north of $13,000 had been added to the night's award, including an extra $5,000 for the winner. Uh, with his third-place finish, Logan Schuhart took the points lead for the first time in his career. He now leads over Brad Sweet, Darren Pittman, Donnie Schatz, and Carson Macedo. Uh, the series returns to action May 22nd and 23rd um, at the Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55. So a couple of weeks off now uh, here before these sprint cars are back in action. Looking back on Friday night, it was certainly strange to, to have the series be at Knoxville with no fans in attendance. Um, you know, you could hear the, the announcers like microphones kind of echoing around the facility at times, um, you know, and, and uh, a lot of the drivers mentioned how strange it was to, to not have them there. Johnny Gibson actually missed his first series race since 1995. Um, he called the action from the studio in North Carolina with Kevin Swindell in there. Uh, it was actually a Dirt Vision record for the most viewers of a broadcast as well. So all around kind of a crazy night. But the racing was good, and I know a lot of new fans tuned in. So um, hopefully that's going to be a positive for the sport going forward. Um, as for my first attempt at the prediction model, my numbers missed a little bit, but I wasn't too far off. Um, I had six of the top ten finishers on my initial list. Um, you know, Even if my predicted winner, Brad Sweet, only finished ninth, uh, I also had 19 of the feature starters in my top 26 on the list. So uh, not too bad there. Gravel was on my list. He had the third highest possible win percentage. 
Um, I want to definitely make some tweaks to the model going forward. I'll certainly kind of do that through the week here. I want to kind of weight some of the factors a little differently, and and I want to make wins a little more important than uh, than they were this kind of first time around. So um, I've got this week to kind of get it figured out, um, but I would like to put the formula back to work this week for the World of Outlaws late model events that happen uh, this week at Peevely, so we can take a look at some of those as well. So uh, stay tuned for that. I will definitely be talking about that more as the week goes on. On Saturday night, 60 super late models jumped into um, a race at the Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55. Um, busy night for those guys. Um, $7,000 on the line for those uh, drivers. Any heat race winner who started in the back of the feature and could drive through and win could get an additional $10,000. So that bonus, again, on the line for those light model guys. Only two guys, Tim Manville and Darren Klein, accepted the challenge. Uh, just for doing so, each earned an additional $1,000 for going to the rear. Klein uh, ended up out of the race early. Manville drove up to finish in the 10th position. Billy Moyer and Tanner English were quickest in qualifying. Heats were won by Moyer, Klein, Jake Tim, Kyle Bronson, Devin Moran, and Manville. Uh, the B-Mains were won by Dennis Erb, Mark Voigt, and Ryan Unziker. Jake Tim and Billy Moyer started on the front row, and uh, on the start, it was Moyer leading the way. Moyer dominated the 50-lap feature pretty much uncontested. Uh, Brandon Shepard, Devin Moran, Bobby Pierce all battling out behind him for those top five positions. Uh, while working lap traffic, though, with only a handful of laps left, Moyer got held up briefly by a lap car. Um, that allowed Brandon Shepard to get to his inside for, for a minute down the backstretch, but Moyer was able to hold him off. Um, he drove away to grab the win. It was Moyer's 841st career win. Pretty incredible stuff for the Hall of Famer, Billy Moyer. Uh, Shepard finished second in his family's B5. Devin Moran was third. Tanner English fourth. And Kyle Bronson finished in fifth. Uh, Conrad Miner and Will Krupp won the two modified features on the night. So two modified shows also a part of that program. Uh uh, let me scroll down on my notes here a little bit. Um, 45 minutes from Peavely um, on Saturday night. St. Francois County Raceway was also in action. They had 410 sprint cars on their program. Um, several of the guys that ran at Knoxville on Friday then went to St. Francois County on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, in the feature, it was Tyler Courtney winning in his 2020 wing debut with his Clausen Marshall NOS Energy Drink sprint car. Shane Gullibick was second, Carson Short third, Zeb Weiss fourth, and Joe B. Miller finished in the fifth position. Uh, I wanted to point to another sprint car feature that was really good uh, this weekend. A lot of drama late in the 360 race out at Marysville. Um, leader Andy Forsberg caught lap traffic with only two laps left, uh, was trying to get by into turns one. I think there were three lap cars in front of them. He ended up making contact with one of them and ended up flipping over. Um, that handed the lead to ninth starting DJ Neto, who drove away on the ensuing restart to win. Ryan Robinson was second, John Michael Bunch third, TJ Michael was fourth, and Jesse Love was fifth. Uh, track was definitely a little rough. That kind of combined with that infield berm there made things a little treacherous through the night um would definitely recommend going and checking out those highlights those are over on the speed shift uh, facebook page uh pretty crazy stuff to watch those guys uh navigate that racetrack and and uh you know the the kind of drama at the end there not something you know not expecting somebody like forsberg to get t uh, tangled up in something like that but uh, definitely check those highlights out if you haven't done that yet um, because of poor weather forecasts for this upcoming week, the Lucas Oil Late Models have canceled their two-day show at Lucas Oil Speedway, originally slated for Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, in response, the series has added an additional date at Gold Niles on Thursday the 21st and an additional date to East Bay on Monday the 25th. Uh, so making up for those two shows they lost, they're going to put some more races on the schedule. Uh, if you're looking for more details on the upcoming Lucas events as they get their series back going again, you can visit lucasdirt.com. 
Um, there's a bunch more racing this week. Um, there's a couple of shows, um, you know, early this week, kind of starting tomorrow. Um, we'll certainly talk about those as the week progresses. Uh, Word of Outlaws Light Models in Action, and we'll certainly keep you abreast as more stuff happens. You know, still, you know, I've mentioned this in the past, things still incredibly fluid um, through this situation. So understand that, you know, like we had last week, this situation with Sealands Grove, where they expected to race on Saturday night. You know, everything's green lit until, you know, late Thursday. Um, and then the governor jumps in and decides that they're going to shut that down. So, you know, Sealands Grove thought they were racing, you know, within, you know, 24, 48 hours of their event, they are shut down, can't do it. So, um, you know, I, I, I would encourage you to, <laughs> to keep abreast of what's going on daily, because if you're planning to, you know, maybe buy a pay-per-view or go to one of these events, you're certainly going to want to know um, in advance what's going on. Um, and I saw um, a couple of tweets. Uh, somebody I've been really kind of following lately through all of this is Kenny Dobson, the promoter at Jacksonville. Um, you know, really smart guy, really up on what's going on. And, and uh, you know, a point that he made here in the last day or so is, you know, if you do get a chance to go to a racetrack or if you are a racetrack and you have, uh, you know, you're, you're putting on events, you know, let's make sure we're following some of these rules. You know, you don't want to be that, you know, that entity that, that gets all of racing shut down because, you know, you decided to make some poor choices or the people around you decided to make some poor choices so you know let's be smart about what we're doing make sure we're doing the right things um, so we can continue racing and continue keeping people safe as we move forward so just something I wanted to point out, um, and if you don't follow Kenny on on, uh, on Twitter, on social media, I would definitely recommend checking him out. He is a fantastic follow if you are interested at all in the business of running a racetrack. So um, that's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Monday. We will certainly back, be back tomorrow um, to preview more of the week's action and get you up to speed on what's going on with news and events. Uh, you can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, um, tell your friends about the show. You can also watch the show on YouTube and Facebook every single day. Um, you can email the show at info at dirttracker.com and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker and the website itself dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler and you can sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the website. Thanks everybody for tuning in. I will see you tomorrow on Dirt Tracker Daily. Mm -hmm.